0: welcome everyone to pop culture period piece podcast i'm laura i'm julie and uh we talk about pop culture period pieces um so we're not gonna really give the plot of the movie although you probably know it a little bit uh so spoilers um and if you want to know what we are watching before you listen please look on our instagram um and today what are we talking about julie
1: we are talking about We Summon the Darkness. Did I say that
0: correctly? Yes, I looked it okay. up on, on Google before we <laughs> started. Um, but before we talk about that movie, which I'm so excited to talk about, um, let's talk about recommendations, Julie. Yeah, let's... Why am I always shocked
1: when you... <laughs> you like? You know I, the ev-
0: format. You know the format. You see everything
1: every time it feels like oh I missed the assignment um I have been watching the morning show oh very nice very nice I I binged the first season um this past week and and surprise surprise season two had already premiered Mm -hmm. so that's that's my recommendation um Mike and I have a few shows where I'm like please don't be near me when I watch this. Mm-hmm. There are things that I need to process on my own as a woman. Um, Handsmaid uh, tale is another yes. one of those. Oof. Um, but there's just, there's, there's a lot going on in the morning show in, in, in such a good way. Um, it's also, I, I can't think of another fictional show that's so is it, so aligned with what's actually happening Mm-hmm. in a way that's like are they writing these episodes weekly and and like filming as things happen um they're the end of the first season this is not revealing a plot point other than like that ticker take t- mm-hmm. ticker tape or whatever at the bottom yeah. of this like news channel screen um was starting to like reference covid and so season two has now started and like covid is coming
0: i haven't watched it yet i won't i um i'm gonna on my vacation in like you know when i come to see you one of my goals is to get apple tv and binge ted lasso schmigadoon in the morning show fun fact it's a goal wait aren't you coming to visit us yeah why don't you just watch while you stay with us for a week and a half i mean i will but i also want to watch it in your guest room laying down staring into my laptop you know what i mean there's tv in there oh there is a tv in there oh shit
1: it's not a big tv just to be clear yeah. this makes us sound very fancy in our <laughs>
0: guest room without tv <laughs> no you're right though. it's a
1: little tv where mike plays a mlb baseball game from playstation
0: 2 oh my gosh i'll do that too <gasps> it's no i haven't watched it yet but that's um did Grey's Anatomy? Speaking of things Mike does, did, did Grey's Anatomy have a COVID episode or two? Uh, yeah, they had like a whole season arc. Okay.
1: I think um, Meredith got
0: COVID. Oh. And right. then
1: they gave her like a um, some sort of fever dream type thing, uh-huh. where like every, every everybody just kept coming back. I know this because I love you, honey. When you're listening to this episode. Um, Mike likes to like catch me up. Like mm-hmm. he's like, "Oh, did like for a while he would say like, "Oh, did you see Grays last night?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "No, I haven't seen Grace since like 2009." Yeah. Um so now he just assumes I haven't seen it and sort of like catches me up.
0: Yeah. I love, well, last time I stayed with you, I woke up, it was early morning, probably 8.30 in the morning, and I walk into the kitchen, and he's watching Grey's Anatomy on the iPad while making breakfast. <laughs> that's it's like that's yeah. our house. <laughs> um, my, my recommendation, so we're recording this beginning of October, and then it will be released end of October. My recommendation is something that I'm watching season one and season two of, but season three is coming out October 15th, and that is the Netflix series You. Oh my gosh, why do I love the dark sadistic series so much, but I do, I'm so excited for season three. My, um, a friend of mine is coming over. We're going to have a wine night and like binge the first four episodes. I'm so excited. So that's
1: my little Laura. recommendation.
0: Huh? of course
1: Describe the main character to me of you
0: Hmm. <laughs> I, I feel like this is, a trap. this is a trap
1: it's it's not a trap uh-huh. ish but
0: have if you, you seen are, it?
1: if you if you had met this character in in real life without yes. knowing about their weird glass enclosed murder basement yes so you're just describing this person that you met Yes. and their personality how would yes. you describe it like for the guys
0: i've dated is that Correct. what you want <laughs> yes yeah no to a t like to a t and maybe that's i feel like <sighs> ah this is not a therapy session but i <laughs> i did date a guy that looked and acted like him to a t so that also might be why i'm like maybe
1: maybe no
0: but Isn't i just he it, in something where he's not a terrible human the character is yes. not
1: yes he's oh a lot of wait stuff. no he is a kind of crappy human he was in gossip
0: girl the character not the person okay we've been over this i don't watch as much stuff geared towards teens as you do so i've okay, never seen gossip girl research okay i know <laughs> i know that's fine um now if teen vampires i'm in it non just regular teens what's the point so
1: <laughs> well our movie's about regular teens and not
0: vampires but they're serial killer teens so i feel like <laughs> there's a venn diagram of laura's interests <laughs> serial killers and vampires right. and so, men uh, with like a side part and brunette hair oh boy that's specific yeah but i mean those um, are the three things i'm interested in
1: did you i can't remember did you watch the trailer before you watched this movie
0: no i didn't because you told me so this was a listeners this was a julie pick and she told me not to watch the trailer so i didn't
1: yeah so we we also didn't watch the trailer and you know once again i went into this with very low expectations um so because it
0: looks like a just teen slasher movie
1: yeah and honestly it was it was a, a flip the script of a teen slasher film movie but Mm. i think for what it was it was actually surprisingly well executed Mm -hmm. um
0: but the trailer gives it all away (gasps) that's so sad because truly i so the movie, I don't know, I don't want to give like all the plot, but like the movie does open on these three girls and they're like friends and then go to a rock concert. And Julie and I have another good friend and the three of us hang out. And so like when the whole movie was starting, I was like, okay, so who's this one? And like, I'm a, this girl, like I'm a Val because I have to pee all the time. And Julie's with this one, like, and so I was doing that. So I was rooting for the girls and then there's a twist. And if I had watched the trailer, I wouldn't have like fell for it. Yeah, exactly.
1: And and we sort of like had fun like trying cuz you know there's going to be something. Like yeah. it didn't necessarily set it up as like there's going to be a scary murder and everybody's running away. So mm-hmm. we were we both kind of went into it like um what's what's going to be the twist? Like yeah. where does it go? And it
0: it was a twist that like I can't I can't recall seeing in a movie. No, I and where the twist I thought was going so they're at the rock concert and the one guy so it's these three girls and they hang out with these three guys that are also at this rock concert and it's during the satanic panic and the one guy gets a nosebleed like while they're like rocking out to hail satan <laughs> and I was like oh this is the thing whatever it is it's this nosebleed thing that like he's been possessed la da and that will be the twist and it totally wasn't and before we get into the twist so then they go and they're hanging around the campfire and drinking and another thing I hated about not knowing the twist because I was like I have some stuff to work out <laughs> emotionally is that some of the best nights of my life and even now like the when I bought a house the first thing I did was buy a fire pit have been like around a campfire or a fire pit and having a beer like there's something healing oh wonderful. yes yeah we have a fire pit at our house.
1: Oh, right you, now there's uh, a bunch of balls
0: in it. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Twist! <laughs> there's um, a joke in there somewhere.
1: But... Well, there is like a glowing blue ball. So yes, there oh, is a joke. Of course, of course. Um, but it was a thing I saw on Pinterest where it's like those like gazing balls from the garden. Oh, nice. You put those in the fire pit in the summer and then I put like a bunch of string lights. But by the time you come visit,
0: we can maybe justify a fire pit oh yeah because you're in florida i was like why don't you have fire pits all year round florida got it it just gets cold here it's like under 60 every night so fire is always welcome so are you ready to talk about the twist yeah um so oh before we talk about the twist i'm sorry i'm sorry I love that they were like, how can we make these girls look super 2021 or 2020, because it's been Mm -hmm. 2020, um, but also like 1980s and sexy. And what they did was they wore skinny jeans, which is not 1980s at all. And I just want to say that skinny jeans look hot on everyone. Just saying. I know there's a debate right now. But this movie proved it, no matter what the era. I, I don't,
1: like, I don't care that they're not popular
0: anymore. I oh. don't. No, I don't care either. I think I don't like it when people are like, those don't look good on people. It's like, no, I feel like all kinds of jeans look good on all kinds of people. But skinny jeans look good on people also i think bell bottoms look good on a lot of people too mm-hmm. i will wear whatever i want to wear but i just want to prove that like skinny jeans look sexy
1: mm-hmm. is
0: very is very clear all right so the twist the twist yes so the twist uh,
1: i mean i feel like do we talk about the twist how does this work like we know that we know um yeah, yeah. but i just we so said like-
0: spoilers 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 watch it
1: they 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 sort of set up in the beginning like we see it like in the background at the gas station and stuff they're sort of setting up like there's this like religious group that's like a very very strongly Mm -hmm. opposing these concerts
0: and stuff and also there is a serial killer or satanic group murdering people in the name of satan those are the two things we've been told so it 100% is that
1: these girls are a member of this religious group, which is very, like, clearly some sort of, like, almost a cult. Because the girl, one of the girl, the main girl, her dad is, like, the head of it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're, like, they've been, like, members of this religious group have been, like, crossing the country and, like, murdering people. So it's not, like, one serial killer or anything like that it's quite literally they're like scamming everyone
0: to get them to join the religious group i didn't think it was like a cult i truly felt they were going the more televangelist route i think it felt like a cult
1: there was like some reference to the fact that it was like just all girls i think that was the moment uh, that it like felt like a cult to me oh okay
0: because like the the ones that were doing the murdering were all like the teenage girls oh okay maybe there was like a mix of because because they said something about the dad being on tv as like a like and he sold books on religion and stuff like that Hmm. so it might have been a mix of like the bakers mixed with the manson yeah gotcha gotcha oh yeah because you yeah. you know
1: all this stuff
0: oh my gosh i know so much so when i was w- <laughs> watching this um I weird, well, not weirdly, if you know my background, you're like, oh, that's why. But televangelists fascinate me because my world was very highly influenced by them in my marriage. Um, Divorced now, obviously. And televangelists just have like the craziest lives and horrible scandals. And have you watched the show Righteous Gemstones? Uh, I haven't. I need to. Oh, I don't think it. I might, maybe I have it. I don't know what's streaming. It's on, I'll look it up. It's on HBO Max. And it's all about these televangelists that just get caught in like cocaine and murder and- Oh and shit. Yeah. Well, and it's based off of real shit. Like if you look at televangelists, there's one very prominent, um, There they've passed away the last few years, but a very prominent televangelist uh, group that their granddaughter was the head of their finance and realized they were doing some dirty dealings got a thumb drive, downloaded all of the dirty dealings, and sent them to the IRS. Holy moly. Yeah. And then the the grandfather, so it's their granddaughter, the grandfather called her in and then, like, tapped a gun on the table, like, and told her not to do anything about it. And <sighs> it... I'm not going to say it's a New York Times article that has our friend as a cardboard cutout when she worked at the theme park, but I'm just going to say
1: oh, I did not New York Times okay. article.
0: I know that article from the picture. I do yes. not know that article from the content. Yes, it is all about the scandal of that family. So, listeners, if you just want to go down a dark weird, like look at televangelist scandals cuz it's crazy pants so there's (laughs) back to our (laughs) movie so it's set in the 1980s and so these girls and they are trying to murder these three um like are supposed to be like these satan worshiping rock people but are really sweet young men that were trying to be nice to them and like hang out with them and just have a party and they are straight up trying to murder them
1: can we all? I mean, this is it, the the one guy is like, I'm sorry. Did Colin Farrell birth you when he was 14? Oh my gosh, yes. I just I couldn't I couldn't get past that. Not like mm-hmm. in a way that I was like, I can't I can't get into this movie about <laughs> religious people killing devil worshipers. Um, yeah. but just in a way I was like, man, that, there has to be some relation to Colin Farrell.
0: I. Yes, and it also is interesting. Oh my gosh, I have a Colin Farrell story. Oh my, I'm. I'm oh no, no, tell your Colin Farrell story. I, I will say my piece later. It's it, It's not any like. It's not like. Okay, I. Why did I make it sound weird? Give me a list of what it's not first, and then you
1: know, go ahead. <laughs> okay, so he was filming a movie in Williamsburg I'm trying to think of what movie it would have been because I definitely didn't watch it but like Mm -hmm. some sort of colonial-esque movie obviously (laughs) that we'll watch it next month okay like it wasn't total recall let's put it that way okay um this was years ago and at the time I was stage managing an Irish dance show and it was williamsburg so there's there's no bars in williamsburg there's delis yes there is um and there's also no dance clubs but what there was was a restaurant that i don't know if it was like a buffet or i I don't remember but it was like a restaurant that at a certain time of night they turned the back room into like a dance area and one of the dancers had like made it her mission to find Colin Farrell mm-hmm. and found out he was going to be there that night um again this was like a long time ago in my a life so was I don't a long time ago I'm I'm trying to find the movie okay. and I'm I'm back to to 2005 was when the movie came out
0: oh Right. the new
1: world it the movie was called the new world and oh, it came out in that was the
0: john smith pocahontas one
1: yeah so this was probably 2004 um oh but, that makes sense that that was filmed there Continue.
0: but they found out
1: colin farrell was there mm. we went we went to this quote-unquote dance club in the back of the buffet restaurant and just imagine like a golden corral but continue. pretty much continue. and gosh i wish i could remember who this was but she just like the confidence that I only dream of having just like walked right up to him and said hello like she knew him and like I just stood awkwardly there and was like I think you're great and that was how I met Colin Farrell
0: I love how I think you're great is how you met most celebrities (laughs) because I've heard like seven celebrity things where you are like and then I shook his hand and he walked away yeah I was gonna say that I feel like the Colin Farrell and the gentleman that was in this movie it's that it's it's the same thing it's the brunette side part Dimitri and Anastasia look it does not time does not weather that look well you change the look you change the look but it does not weather that look but there's like you think of I don't know the the zach morris's you know the very 90s look there's a 70s look there's a but that colin farrell s look does not it does not have a decade
1: Mm, mm,
0: i like that yeah
1: does not have a decade
0: it does not have a decade i will appreciate it no matter what um so there is a weird redemption arc kind of sorta
1: correct one
0: girl so there's the there's so it's a group of three girls and one girl is pretty new to the friend group and halfway through she realizes like oh this is really fucked up and fights kind of against the other two girls but, and what, wasn't
1: there something like she was an orphan or she had mm-hmm. like been taken in and that that's another moment where i was like this is a cult mm. I guess I mean I guess the takeaway here is like you would get sucked into a cult much faster than me.
0: Oh me? Yeah. Why? What's the takeaway? Why?
1: Because I'm out here like this is a cult and you're like no. Okay, well I'm just so
0: I just feel <laughs> um I'm excited for when we talk about our next movie because I my mother my mother worked for a museum for like my whole life so I grew up in this museum and then I realized maybe about five years ago I was like oh this was a cult oh so I my disillusionment but I feel like there is a fine line a very 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 fine line that I am fascinated by by people who are religious leaders who want to do good in this world and then cult leader oh yeah there's a switch that flips and it's usually power and money is like the switch one or the other or both. Um, but that's always fascinating to me. So I feel like what I really enjoyed about this movie was I feel unlike the Manson murders and all of that is that they were kind of hiding as two separate beings. Like there was, oh, the, these Satan worshipers were killing this. And then look at us, come over to our side. We will protect you from that. And so I really liked that they, the movie created this like veneer for mm-hmm. these characters that were like, oh yes, and come in and we'll take care of you. We'll do the, um, and they you didn't see the flip switch as the audience member until that until the bonfire moment almost.
1: Yeah, yeah. and also uh, there there was sort of the distinction between like the girls well they took like a weird enjoyment out of it mm-hmm. um they they did believe what they were doing was right versus yeah. like the, the the their dad her dad uh johnny knoxville um <laughs> where it was like oh you started to find out like the money stuff
0: mm-hmm. always goes back to money well, and that's, that was another thing I liked about this movie, that that there's a difference between like monetary corruption and then like vindication. And that's another thing you see in like cults and like people who have gained religious power and and sometimes they hang out in do-si-do and sometimes they're completely separate. I mean, t- to be fair, to go back... I do think I would enter a cult a lot faster than you would. I just want to be loved. And if someone's like, we'll help you pay for your food and you don't have to work as hard and you can quit your job. I'd be like, thank you. Bye, see ya. <laughs> so yeah, I'm sure you're right. But I don't know so, where to go to from this... here. Oh, I don't know oh, where to go, go, from, here.
1: <laughs> where do go no. from here. Where did we go from here? that's not even a song
0: i'm just i'm a man it's beautiful um there is a song journey to uh there's a song where do i go from here and it's in uh Pocahontas 2 journey to a new world which you know wait john rolf and john smith which going back was played by colin farrell in a new world wait they made it they made a second one yes julie <laughs> This, this, sh- this is off the rails. Okay. if This, want- this
1: episode has summoned the dark mass.
0: Yes. So if you want to know another thing that I love is Disney sequels. Because. You're in a cult. Because I'm in a cult. It's a Disney sequels cult. And we listen to Return of Jafar and music from Journey to a New World. And it's great. But wow. no, it's like John. So, John Smith has gone back and they think he died, but it was Radcliffe. Spoilers, everyone, if you haven't watched Pocahontas 2 Journey to New World. And, and John Rolfe comes to Jamestown, and there are tensions between the two, you know, settlements. And so Pocahontas goes back to England to be in front of the king. And. Weirdly, slightly more historically accurate. Slightly. That. Okay. I just slightly. No. Nah, oh God, do I have to watch this? I think I have to watch this. I will. Say, I just. I will say that. Where do I go from here? From Journey to New World, I've used as an audition song, and I've booked almost every single time I've used it because it sounds like a Disney song but it's not like it's not a known one do people ask you like where it's from
1: yeah or like they don't want to admit it
0: i mean i'm sure i'm sure there's at least one person in the room that knows but doesn't talk about it it's a dark secret if you like disney sequels another great one cinderella three wait cinderella three there's a cinderella 2 there's a cinderella 2 cinderella 3 it's where the stepsisters get a hold of the fairy godmother's magic wand and rewind time as if cinderella never got the glass slipper it's phenomenal it's phenomenal that's probably one of the best disney sequels okay and then return of jafar (laughs) i'll <laughs> no, get off of this it's got off the rails return of jafar not a good movie has some of the best villain songs in it like all the songs are villain songs uh-huh. it's just gilbert goffrey singing and it's phenomenal
1: i think i've seen return of jafar really? i'm
0: sure i have that was like there's the a lion one. king
1: sequel right
0: yes um there's a lion king sequel and a lot of that came out when I was a little older, but there's a lot of Gen Zers that are hardcore crushing on the male lion in that. And the Lion King sequel is a Romeo and Juliet tale where it's like Scar's son or something. I've, like I said, I haven't seen it, but Scar's son and then Simba and Nala's daughter. Oh, yeah. See, I feel like I'd like that better. You might. I'm not saying I, Cinderella 3 is phenomenal. I'm not saying any of these are great. I'm just saying. You just said Cinderella 3 is phenomenal. No, is I, besides Cinderella so 3. Phenomenal? <laughs> Cinderella 3 is phenomenal. But besides that one, they're not like pieces of art, but they were of their time. If you were eight or nine years old. Like ever in life? Yeah. Like or if you I mean, were ever eight or nine years old. Well, no, like they came out when I was eight or nine years old is when they came out. Oh, okay. (laughs) And that's what I'm saying. Like Lion King 2, when it came out, I was probably like 12. So like, it doesn't have the same place in my heart. I feel like the twist of the episode of this podcast (laughs) is that that we, like, that's the darkness for me. Halloween 2, Calamar's Revenge. I'm just saying. (laughs) Halloween Town 2. Ugh. disney we gotta get tony on here
1: for some sort of disney reference episode
0: well we'll get her on for a little princess stay tuned mm-hmm. listeners stay tuned <laughs> um so back to some in the darkness yes
1: um oh you're always much better at this than me how many oh, okay rock and roll Skinny
0: jeans? Yeah. T-shirts.
1: Would you rate this out of 10? How yes, how many torn t-shirts would you rate this out of 10?
0: I I would rate it nine torn t-shirts. Oh my gosh. I really enjoyed it. Now, listeners, I just also said I really enjoyed Return of Jafar and we've <laughs> also talked about the movies I've recommended. <laughs> Uh, but no i really i enjoyed it especially because i i don't get surprised by movies Mm -hmm. anymore Mm -hmm. that also might be like what why i like you so much is because that's a series that constantly surprises
1: oh i thought you meant like me personally
0: um and also that's why i like you julie so much
1: because there's nothing predictable
0: about me nothing at all um (laughs) so julie uh one out of ten torn t-shirts uh, I think probably like a 6.5
1: it was a blast okay. I had a lot of fun but I also don't think I ever need to
0: see it again ah uh, yes 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 see that's interesting because like a lot of your ratings are on like replay value oh and mine seemed to be like how much enjoyment did I have in this one moment Maybe. interesting yeah huh Anyway, well, we're gonna go to therapy. Um, <laughs> so, Julie, I'm not laughing uh, at
1: therapy, to be clear. Yes, yes I'm laughing
0: no. at myself. Um. So, uh, Julie Pooley, um, what are you? What do you got? What do you got going on? What are you looking forward to? Um,
1: what am I looking forward to? Um, <laughs> this is this is like really vain. I think I've probably talked about our one night trip to Salem like 400 times. <gasps> if like but it's fine. Um, we are going to Salem for one night. One night was in our budget. Um, we are staying with family the rest of our time in Boston. Um, which is great. Cause I like my family. Um, but well, my husband's family, not that I don't like my family. Can you cut this part out where I imply that I don't like my family? <laughs> no, we know you like your family. Okay. Don't cut out the part where I asked to cut out the part where I don't love my family. I'm too like lazy if you're going to cut keep- out
0: any point, any parts.
1: <laughs> okay, it's all in here. Okay. Yes. Um so we're going to Salem for one night and I'm just like I'm really I'm leaning into it so hard. I bought a witchy dress. Mm. I'm going to paint my nails like <gasps> I am away from work for a week and I don't know that I will even like turn my phone on. Oh, I get it. Because I will have, like, I we're
0: making plans now. Um, Modern Millie Vintage is a, it's not actually a vintage store. They just have dresses that are vintage designed. They are in Salem and they are my favorite vintage inspired store. So you must I go. will go. Go and buy all the
1: things. Or at least just like a little bit of the things.
0: Yeah, like a skirt or a top that sounds awesome I remember going to Salem when I when my parents and I went and just feeling all the vibes you know what I mean like people are walking around in cloaks and and we went in like March it wasn't like we went in October um and there are all these psychic shops and all that that's phenomenal
1: we uh we're gonna do the ghost tour and then there's like Oh, excuse me I'm yawning cut that part out um I'm, I'm so too demanded. lazy to cut out any part. <laughs> um there's like a daytime historical tour too uh, so I all I, about it. right I want to do that too
0: that's awesome um what I'm looking forward to is a historical tour that mm. I wrote <gasps> um So starting next week which is uh, October 9th there will be a walking tour in Pittsburgh done by the Arcade Comedy Theater called Pittsburgh's Drunk History. I love it. I'm so excited. I uh, wrote it and directed it and it will have three improv actors giving you a drunk history of you know Pittsburgh and we're one of the booziest capitals of the United States so we have some of the best um, and oldest whiskey distilleries. We were the home of the whiskey rebellion, um, and I'm yeah. So I'm proud. It's something that I've done kind of under the radar that I haven't like publicized. And it starts next week, and it's everything I love put together.
1: I I need to come visit you in Pittsburgh again. I had the most wonderful time. I mean, obviously, I adore you, but I just thought that I just thought the world of that
0: city when I was there. Oh. You're going to love it when you come now because I live like a, maybe an exit away from downtown, but my, um, town that I live in, like the suburb that I live in, everything's walkable, including a library, two equity mm. theaters, a gin distillery, a pub. It's, I love it here. Um, Why are you wasting your time talking to me? Because I'm broke right now. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Cause I love you. Uh, thanks uh, for listening listeners and go watch we summon the darkness go watch a disney sequel don't get into any cults um, (laughs) unless it benefits you financially Uh, (laughs) anything else you want to tell our listeners julie
1: oh my god you you really nailed it with the don't
0: get into cults unless
1: it benefits you financially
0: you know unless it benefits you find, I, who's to judge if if it makes if it lets you quit your nine to five i would consider it, yeah uh. think about it think about it you wouldn't have to wake up with an alarm you just have to meet like your husband jebediah go out to some chickens I don't know my cult apparently is in the 1890s even, anyway
1: even in the like you've even created a fantasy cult man
0: Shabatai also has brunette hair in a side part all right oh listeners I have to get to therapy I have to all right <laughs> thank you for listening and go watch movies read some good books and uh listen to us later Bye. bye The Pop Culture Period Peace Podcast is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com.